Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. Welcome back to Frontier Mission Journal. In this episode, we will hear about another experience of Jeff Bishop in his everyday life. It is entitled, Rachel Fell Off the Ladder. Here is his story. Hello, this is Jeff Bishop. Our family's the one that AFM asked to start the Gogodala Project in Papua New Guinea. And something that happened was before we left America, AFM was able to find us a satellite phone that we could take with us so then we could call anywhere we were and talk to someone that we needed to when we were in New Guinea. And so we took that satellite phone with us. When we eventually arrived in Kotali village, that was six months after we lived there in Balimo, Roy Biyama had just bought a walkabout sawmill, and he told us, and it showed up in December, right, right before we left and went to Kotali village in January, he told me that he was going to give us the first wood that he was going to create. He could make two-by-fours. He could make any kind of wood that he wanted. And so that's what happened right after we moved to Kotali Village. We were living in a bush house that Tomas had built for us, but he just said, you know, here's one that where you can build a normal house. And so he started doing that. Well, once we got that house built, I decided that the best way for us to use that phone would be to put this wood panel up at the top on the back of our house. It looked like a laptop computer. And so when you would just take the the top off and just put it up, that's what you would put towards whatever the satellite was up in the sky. And so basically that's the side that we had to do that. So I just, in our house was built probably 10 feet off the ground. They always built houses up off the ground because the snakes that could kill you wouldn't travel up those steps to go in there. So that's why we always did that. So our house was at least um, 8 to 10 feet off the ground. So I built those ladders to just climb up to the top where I put that at the top there to put that uh, satellite phone on. And then I also drilled a hole through the wall so that the um, cord for the satellite phone could be brought in and connected to our computer in our back room. Now, the reason that we use that phone the most was because we had to do emails. And back then, you could just call a phone number and then use that phone number to send or collect an email. And because AFM wanted us to share something every month to put in their magazine, we had to email every single month at least. So we would check our emails every week. And to do that, we would go out and put that satellite phone up and then connect it, then we would do our emails. But the problem was, because I was actually using that phone 
they were charging us $3 for every minute that we were using it. And it would take a little bit to get an email to come in to my computer or for me to send an email out. And so we just needed to do it really, really quick. So it didn't cost quite so much to do the phone call with that satellite phone. So what happened, because my daughter, Rachel, she was about 13 years old. She told me one day, she said, Dad, if you want, I can go out there and put the satellite phone up and then put it the cord through the wall so that you can just start doing the email right away after we call that phone number and then it wouldn't take us as long to be on that phone and having to pay so much money. And I said, well, that would be great, Rachel. Yeah, you do that. So she then got the satellite phone and she walked out of our house and around the back. She climbed up on the ladder to put the phone up there And then basically you would have to dial the number and connect the phone. And then, of course, she had to put the cord in for me to connect it to my computer, too. So I was sitting there with my computer, and I was waiting for her to just put that cord through the wall. Now, I did put a little piece of wood on the outside of the wall that we would just circle around so that we could make it open to put the cord through. So that way, nothing could just fly into our house. So I was just waiting for that to open up and I was just sitting there and I was waiting and I was waiting and I don't know why, it was just taking her forever to give me that cord to connect to my computer. And so all I could do was just keep waiting for her to do that. But I could not believe it was taking so long for her to get it connected because she told me she would do it. Well, all of a sudden, I heard her walking in the room and I turned around and I saw her and I just asked her, Rachel, why is it taking so long to get connected with the satellite phone? And then she told me something else. She said, Dad, when I got out there, I stepped up on the ladder. I put that strap around my back so that I could use both of my arms to set up the satellite phone. And then she told me that while she was there on the ladder, about 10 feet tall, all of a sudden the strap broke and she fell off the ladder. Something else was happening too. Because we had a big water tank on that side of our house, it was about 3,000 gallons, you had to put about either 16 to 20 posts in the ground to create something to put that water tank on. I wanted to put a second water tank in. And so I had already put the posts in and four of those posts were right there in the center of that ladder. And that is where she was falling down to, to hit those posts. But then she told me something. She said, Dad, as soon as I started falling down, Someone caught me. They just moved me over sideways so that I would not hit those posts. And then just very, very softly set me on the grass. And then I got up and came in. It was actually an angel that caught her when she fell off that ladder. 
because the strap broke when she was out there to hook up the satellite phone for us. And that's just something that God did to save her life when she fell off. Now, she did a lot of things when she was working with us there in New Guinea. We actually traveled one time. We took all the women that were living in our church in Kotali Village because the conference, because they wanted to have a women's uh, meeting down in Daru, the government city for our western province. And so we just asked the women if they wanted to go there, and they said yes, they did. So we did travel down there. Now, I did travel with the women um, down through the woods and then onto a creek and then down the Fly River. It took me and those 30 women and two other men 72 hours to travel down there to Daru. It only took my wife and Rachel 20 minutes to fly in the airplane because they flew down, but I traveled with all the women. When we got there, then we started the meeting. We had built some little tents close to where the meeting was. Now, the meeting was just outside. All the women were just sitting down on the grass, and they were just having their women's meeting there. Because so many of those women had that went with us, the 30 women, had some little babies still. They still had to breastfeed them. We had to take about six little kids with us. And so what Rachel would do when we would go to the meeting with the women, Rachel would stay there and just take care of the children. She would give them some water to drink, some food if they could eat. And they would just play and run around and tackle and just, they just did all kinds of stuff. But what was so interesting is that when we were at the meeting and that person was preaching to all those women, what I noticed was when Rachel was playing with those six kids out there in the field, not too far from where the meeting was, most of the women were watching Rachel play with the kids and not the person preaching. And some woman actually told me, she said, your daughter is doing a perfect job taking care of those children. She just did such a great job. And even when we were living then back in Kotali Village, she would do that too. We would have children that would come to our church with their parents, but sometimes they would just start be crying or making noise, and so Rachel then would just take them out of the church and play with them out there by our church on our field so that their parents could at least listen to my sermons. And there was a woman who, it was Raymond's wife, they had a young son, he was uh, five years old, and that's one of the boys that she would take out a lot to play with. And that woman actually told us, Rachel, you taught me how to treat my kids. It was just amazing what Rachel did. God saved her life when she was falling off that ladder. And he also used her to do so much with all of those children. And those children absolutely loved playing with Rachel. And even when our older daughter, Stacy, was there, she was only there for the first year, they would play with her too. So our daughters 
They were very good, helpful kids in the Gogodala Project that God used to help people and all those children when we lived there in Kotali Village. Thank you for listening to Frontier Mission Journal. When we are called to serve, God will give us everything we need to protect us from any evil that wants to stop us from serving those that need to see and hear how good God is. It doesn't matter how old you are, God can use you in a mighty way, just like He did with Rachel. She was only 13 years old and she has dedicated her life to reach the unreached. You too can serve as a missionary. Whether you choose to serve short-term or long-term, God will also use you in a mighty way. May this story inspire you to also become a missionary. For more information, then please visit our website at www.afmonline.org. Servant, humble.